Hello friends and welcome to Crunch Time with Caitlin. This episode is going to be the Browns preview of their divisional game against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I hope you stick around and I hope you enjoy. So the Cleveland Browns, after beating the Pittsburgh Steelers last Sunday, traveled to Kansas City to play the Chiefs Sunday. Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. Okay, I guess that joke kind of was lame. But the Cleveland Browns. Look, people are giving, saying they have no shot. They're 10-point dogs. But man, this team, this team's hungry, man. This team, I think, is going to surprise people on Sunday, man. It'll be really tough. It's tough for me to pick against the Browns, so I'm not going to do that. You know, it's it's not going to happen. I'm going to pick the Browns to win. Um, but, it, I mean, it's obviously going to be a tall task. I mean, you're going up against Patrick Mahomes, who is just electric. You know, like I talked about Aaron Rodgers and how funny he is to watch. Patrick Mahomes is the same way. Mahomes gets back there. He could he'll run around and then sling the ball 50 yards downfield like he did against the 49ers in the in, in the Super Bowl. You know, Josh Allen may have the, the, the strongest arm as for distance, but, you know, I think the best arm, it, it's got to be Mahomes, man. He is... The accuracy he throws with, the, the strength, I mean, it's it's just crazy to watch. And the weapons they have, it's, I mean, it's it's crazy. Travis Kelsey, Cleveland native, you know, f- I think five years of, of over a 1,000 yards as a tight end. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill, just, you know, the fast, one of the fastest players, if not the fastest player in the league. Um, you know, they just, they just have weapons. And... You know, they're, they're going to be without Sammy Watkins this week. They might be without their first-round pick running back, uh, Edwards Alaire. Um, so that means Les Bell as, you know, the running back, as our starting running back, who has played really well uh, since getting released by the Jets and going to the Chiefs. Um, but, again, this... This Browns team, man, if they force a turnover or two, they give their offense a, a short field. It it could be fun. It could be a lot of fun. Um, you know, kind of thinking about, you know, the Chiefs. I mean, they're they they'll be without Mitchell Schwartz at right tackle, um, formerly of the Browns, and who's been an All Pro right tackle uh, in the league for the Chiefs. He, I mean, he's been really really good, and it's kind of funny, you know. Looking at the Chiefs' offensive line, it, there's a lot of former Browns. Um, Austin Ryder, I believe, is their their center. Um, in years past, they had Cam Irving at, at left guard. Um, you know, but this offensive line, I would say, plays better because of having Patrick Mahomes at, at quarterback. Um, but I still think that as long as see here's the thing the Browns defensively they can't blitz they have to just get pressure with four and play coverage and just kind of deal with it because you know Kelsey 
is going to get his. The Browns can't guard tight ends. Eric Ebron, at times, was still wide open last week. Um, and when you when you have someone like Tyreek Hill who would just, you know, spread the field, just the ultimate playmaker, you know, you give him the ball, whether it's it's jet sweeps or, or throwing bombs downfield, I mean, it it is tough. And, you know, this might be one of those games where I know the Browns haven't done it, but, you know, you you put your best on, on their best. You put Denzel Ward, who's coming back from the COVID list. Uh, 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 Kevin Johnson, he's also back this week. So, you know, you're, you, you, you have your starting secondary. Um, you, you know, maybe you put Denzel Ward on. Sorry, Doggo. Uh, you put Denzel Ward on Hill and you just say, hey, do your best run with him, you know, hopefully that, hopefully Denzel's feeling better, um, and he's ready to go, because, you know, this, that, that offense, man, it, it can, it, it can get a little interesting, um, but at the same time, if, if that front four can, can get some pressure with, with Garrett, Ogunjobi, Sheldon Richardson, uh, Claiborne, Gustin kind of coming in, um, it, that would be huge, it would be so huge if the Browns could, if the Browns could get some pressure on on Mahomes just by rushing four, um, because the stats show that you can't. The more you blitz, the better Patrick Mahomes is, and he he's able to get the ball out really quickly and and get through his reads. And the Browns defense really, when they blitz, they they're really not that great when they blitz either. Um, so you just gotta play coverage and hopefully you know just lock down the. Um, Lock down the red zone. You know, if if you could stop them, if you could, if you could force them into threes instead of sevens, uh, it's that would be huge. It would be so huge, um, because I think the Browns' offense can, can really, play really well against Kansas City. You know, I think they're, I think Kansas City's defense is like twenty ninth against the run. Uh, they're the worst red zone defense in the league. Um, you know the. The Browns, it's it's funny, I, I was talking yesterday. The Browns' offense and their scheme, it's it's really good because I think they, there's not that one guy where you can key on. Sure, you could key on the running back and, and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, yet you dump it off to Austin Hooper or, or um, David Njoku, and they can get some yards. You know, they're, you know Jarvis Landry. When you need a when you need a catch, you go to him. But really, the receivers as a whole, they're not like like when you when you look at Rashard Higgins, you know you don't see like this uber talented guy, but he's just really really good at what he does, and he catches the ball. You know, same thing. You know, they'll have Cattell Hodge back, they'll have Joel Batonio back. Um, Conklin is questionable to play, so hopefully he plays. Same with Njoku. Um, you know, this offense, I think, can, can put up some points. And the trend since, like, week 10 is that the Browns throw early. They throw early to get a lead, and then they run it to kind of sustain the lead and, you know, kind of, I guess, milk the clock a little bit. Um, but they throw early. 
they're I think they throw like I think I saw it, it was like sixty five percent of the times in the first quarter they throw the ball. Kansas City, I again I'm trying to remember this. I think they were number one when I saw they throw it like seventy three percent of the time. Um it it's it's kind of a a back and forth game and you know, maybe that 10, I mean, I, I just feel like that 10 points, that's a lot of points in a playoff game. You know, sure, c- could the Browns go three and out a couple times and, and, you know, Mahomes and the Chiefs just kind of go on a run, sure. But 10 points in a playoff game and uh, against a team that the Browns can score with anybody. I mean, they put up 40 points. Let's see, against the Steelers they did. They did against Tennessee. They did against the Ravens. They did against Dallas. I mean, this team can score. They were 30-plus for a lot of these games, probably over half of their games, if I'm trying to remember. Maybe? Probably over half, if I'm trying to think back. This team can score. It's really really good. Yeah. It's really going to come down to it. Can this defense get a stop when they need it? Can this team, can this defense force a turnover or two? Probably two. Um, you know, the, the the Chiefs in their last handful of games, they've won by one possession. They're not really blowing out teams. Um, and I think that's, I think, you know, I just feel, man, there's something about this team. There's something about this Browns team. They're hungry. And maybe it's just, it's probably just a fandom in me, without a doubt. But there's just something about this team that I, I I can't root against. I can't not root against them, but I can't pick against them. They're hot, man. They're, They're clicking. They're finally, they got everybody back. They're getting, you know, Kevin Stefanski back. They're getting Joel Batonio back. They're getting their... Their number one corner and their nickel cornerback. They're getting Callahan back. They're getting the uh, Callahan's assistant back. You know, they're getting everybody back. You know, they're finally, the Browns are at full strength. Baker Mayfield's playing out of his mind. Since week 10, he's only one interception. That's the least amount of any of the, uh, the quarterbacks playing in the playoffs. One interception. There's just something, man. If they could get a couple stops. This team's hungry, man. I Again, I can't pick against them. I'd pick them to cover. Because, man. Wouldn't it be nice to just see the Browns and Bills AFC Championship? That would be a lot of fun. There's just some man. There's just something. I I feel like they they're gonna they're gonna surprise some people on Sunday. And if they lose, you know, it's it it would suck. But for a first year head coach to to get to where they are. To to lose to the defending Super Bowl champs, and that's no. That's. You you can't really be upset about that. They're a really good team. But this Browns offense, man, they they can score. They can score against anybody. Cream Hunt revenge game, I guess, is is, is what they're kind of portraying it as. 
I mean, even though it's Kareem's fault that the Chiefs let go of him. Nick Chubb. See, I could see, I could see a, a, a huge game for Nick Chubb. Everybody's focusing on Kareem now, but it's going to be Nick Chubb who kind of goes off. You know, as long as Baker take care, takes care of the football. You know, they've been really, really good at taking care of the football, just taking what the defense gives them, converting for converting third downs. I mean, he's, you know, I saw a, a stat that how good he is against empty sets. You know, he's he's really grown into like I I trust Baker Mayfield. Last year, and early on in the year, I would have a heart attack every time they go in an empty set, but now. I'm really confident in Baker and Stefanski as a play caller and the scheme itself. Um, but again, don't be surprised if the Browns early on throw the ball. That's the trend. That's been the trend. A lot of these winning teams, they throw early in the first quarter to, to get a lead. You're going to see it with Mahomes in, in, in Kansas City. Um so it should it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be really interesting. The Dorsey Bowl, as as a lot of people are calling it. It's gonna I'm just excited. I'm just excited that you know, there's there are actual expectations for the Browns. And yeah, they're the underdog, but this isn't this is a really good team. This is a really, really good team. And you know, they're they're a scrappy bunch and it just it just takes a couple plays. It takes a, a bad snap. It takes a tipped ball interception. And, you know, the, the 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 tides can turn. You know, the Chiefs it's it's crazy to think about that the Chiefs have been down in so many playoff games and then they come back because their their offense is just so good. And a lot of the times it's it's you know, the the teams that they play, it's really them costing themselves the game. You know, it was <clears throat> it last year was Houston being up I was at twenty four nothing and they decide to punt it or kick a field goal instead of going for it when they have all the momentum up twenty four points and you could just like know that the, the tide kinda turned. San Francisco was San Francisco was up big and then they kinda got you know, vanilla with their offense. Started playing kind of prevent defense. The Browns can't play prevent defense against the Chiefs. It's not like la- it's not like last week against Pittsburgh, where they'll you know, if you're gonna, you know, nickel and dime the Browns all the way down the field, um, you know, fine, whatever. They can't do that because this this offense is way too dynamic. They're going to get theirs. There's no question about it. The Chiefs' offense is going to get hit, theirs. Patrick Mahomes is going to get his. But if the, if the Browns are down three, but two minutes ago, three minutes ago, I, I just have the utmost confidence in, in Baker Mayfield and, and Kevin Stefanski that they're going to end up in the end zone and winning the game. It's just that simple. So, 
I'm obviously going to pick the Browns. I'll pick them to cover. But I'm just going to enjoy this game. And I think everybody else should too. It's exciting that there's lofty goals and expectations for this team. I'm glad they play on Sunday so I could enjoy the the, the first two games on Saturday. Kind of like the, the, the Browns playing on Sunday. You know, I was just able to watch and enjoy all the other games. Sunday at 3, CBS. Browns Chiefs. <laughs> what more can you ask for? For this crazy year. Under a first-year first, first year head coach. when Again, no offseason, no nothing. And the Browns are in the divisional round of the playoffs. Was a pretty solid chance to win the game. If they, if they just continue to play Cleveland Browns football. Which is score a lot of points. And get timely turnovers. That's, a, that's, that's what they need to do. And I... I think that'll do it for this episode of Crunch Time with Caitlin. You can follow me on Twitter at CaitlinOCLE. That's Caitlin, K-A-T-E-L-A-N-O-S-K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. I do have a preview and predictions for all the other games. Um, so if you want to check that out. And hopefully the next time I'm... Next time you hear my voice. I am screaming about a Browns win and the Browns going to the AFC Championship. So... Like I said, go Browns.